We have a poem here. It's called Whitey on the Moon. <laughs> and uh, it was inspired, it was inspired by some whiteys on the moon. <laughs> so I want to give credit where credit is due. <laughs> All right. That's it. A rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Her face and arms began to swell and Whitey's on the moon. I can't pay no doctor bills, but Whitey's on the moon. Ten years from now, I'll be paying still while Whitey's on the moon. You know, the man just up my rent last night cause Whitey's on the moon. No hot water, no toilets, no lights, but Whitey's on the moon. I wonder why he's up in me cause Whitey's on the moon. Well, I was already giving him 50 a week, and now Whitey's on the moon. Taxes taking my whole damn check. The junkies make me a nervous wreck. The price of food is going up. And as if all that crap wasn't enough, a rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Her face and arms began to swell, and Whitey's on the moon. Was all that money I made last year for Whitey on the moon? How come I ain't got no money here? Hmm, Whitey's on the moon. You know, I just about had my fill of Whitey on the moon. I think I'll send these doctor bills, air mail special. To Whitey on the moon. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another installment of the Jay and Rock Show. It's your boy, K-Rock. It's your boy, Jay. What's good, family? Not much, not much. And, and Gucci. Yeah, for the most part. Word, word, word. So I guess, I guess we can go ahead and, and get on in it. Uh, you know, Jeff Bezos just recently went to space or whatever. And, uh, yeah, that, was, that shit was crazy. And uh, in the post conference or whatever, post press conference, excuse me, he uh, he 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 thanked every employee and every person that bought from Amazon for paying for the trip. That's a <laughs> nigga, bro. That's a sick motherfucker. <sighs> but honestly, that's why we just try to like promote empowerment, bro. Because these these. Millionaires being there, they really don't give a fuck about you, bro. Like for that nigga to say that, that shit. He letting you know he don't give a fuck. Don't be fooled, man. When he don't be fooled when these jobs bring y'all Texas Roadhouse and stuff and all that. Don't be, don't don't get it confused, nigga. The fact that billionaires can just go to space is nuts. No background history and like no experience at all. It just that's it's crazy. Then the eighteen year old boy wanted a trip. His pops paid twenty million dollars for a ticket. What the fuck? Yeah, that's ridiculous, my nigga. Twenty eight million. You paid twenty eight million dollars to send your child to space. I understand that's experience you won't get back, but oh what the fuck, man. Whitey on the moon, you know. 
That's fucking crazy. Let me ask you what, do you think the, the moon landing, that shit was real? Cause I've seen like pictures and shit. It don't look like too real. I don't know though. What you think? I like to swim that stuff real, but it, you know, if it ain't oh well. <laughs> Either way, if we did or we didn't land, it ain't gonna make me no different. <laughs> right. You know what I'm Like, you know. If it ain't real, I don't it's just America adding a lot to the history books, you know what I mean? I mean I wouldn't be surprised, but if they did do, I mean good for them, that's an experience they'll never forget, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't to be honest, I don't even think sometimes I think about space and what's beyond. But that's only, you know, it take us years and years to get out there. We can try to. So. You think there's uh more life out there in space? Absolutely. I I I believe it's much more life out there. Will we ever meet that life form? I, now that I'm not sure. But I I think it's no disrespect to anybody's religion, but to think it's just only humans and just the earth on just the earth and nowhere else, like no other life form, that's that's ridiculous in my opinion. Not to even slam nobody's religion, whatever you believe, cool. But once again, hey, y'all go putting God in a box. Y'all think God would just create <laughs> life on just for Earth is freaking ridiculous. And consider we ain't even discovered what else is out there. So I highly doubt he just made us and nothing else. Hell, we got living things floating around in our rooms right now that we can't even see, you know, like this. So it's, it's idiotic to say it's not a life form out there. And I do, I think us humans would, I don't even know how we react if somebody from a different universe or planet came. We'd probably lose our damn mind, but you know. <laughs> I think that should be dope as fuck. Cause like like you were saying, I think they'd be so much intelligent, like more intelligent than us, bro. Yeah, especially they reach us, of course. That should be dope. That should be so dope. Yeah, especially they can travel much faster to different planets than we can. They're way more advanced than we are. Because it takes us years to get to this planet, this planet. It's like it's like that new, uh, what's that show my girl be watching? What's that shit? Um, it's called, uh, with those people, uh, they get on a plane. It's I think it's called... Uh, Damn, manifest. That's what the show is called, manifest. Where they go into like another dimension. I think you probably heard about it. Uh, people been talking about flight eight eight two eight mm-hmm. and shit like that. So basically, in the show or whatever, these people get on a plane, flight eight two eight, and they go off. I guess I want to say into another dimension, which for them is just like a, a day, and they come back. But to like the people back home, it's been five years. So people was thinking like the plane is, is gone or whatever and crashed somewhere and they can't find it. So it's, I think it's very possible for, you know what I'm saying, to reach other dimensions and shit like that. Like, like I definitely believe that, especially if something going, you know, uh, at the speed of light and shit like that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Could you imagine me? <laughs> We discover other dimensions of portals and shit. <laughs> oh my god, that would change the way we view life. I tell you that right now. Almost definitely. 
Because think about it, yeah, that, that whole flight that went disappearing still ain't found it. Just imagine they just pop back up. Just say, wait, how many years has it been since that flight? It's been like three, four years, something like that. Yeah, just imagine they pop up next year talking about, oh, we're back. Could you imagine? Yeah, that shit crazy. First of all, what America's going to do to them is crazy because, you know, America will run a test subject. They're going to be running all types of tests and shit. They ain't going to let them leave them. Yeah, that's going to suck, but, you know. Just to get that information from them would be crazy. Like, what did y'all go with? Oh, you were in a strange, we was in a strange place, blah, blah, blah. Met these people, met, met, they had these different kinds of fruits, animals, you know, that stuff would be dope. I think just go to a different planet and actually visit and, you know, I think that'd be dope. But I don't know. I don't know if I'd take that risk to be honest. Dance won't pay no $28 million for it, I tell you that. Yeah, I think they probably like laughing at us, bro. You know what I'm saying? They gonna be like ignorant and shit, like imbeciles. Are you talking about other life forms out there? Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Cause they technology probably, of course, probably a million times better than ours. You know, they got different shit to, you know, uh, keep people, keep their people alive and shit like that. Like we ain't, we ain't got nothing. We ain't got nothing. We got COVID vaccine, you know. 50 years for AIDS, but COVID vaccine, just a little bit of a year. Yeah, when I'm thinking about it, if I so-called politician, if they could just come together and work for the better, the betterment of the actual people that hired them, like, what do you, think about all this technology that America has, technology they have in Asia and Russia, like, just think about all the technology we have on the earth right now. And if they could somehow put their egos out and get out of these prison matches, we could accomplish a lot. But even there, I, I still don't think we could come close to any of these other life forms out there. I don't even want to call them. I don't even call them aliens or nothing like that. Cause that's, cause they, they probably call it, you know, it's just something foreign. I'm not calling right. that. These other life forms out there, just like these UFOs and all that stuff. Maybe one day we'll get some. Don't know when, but I, I would love to get some resolve on answer from whoever piloted those ships and all that stuff. But, but like you said, they, they probably don't even want to interact with us just because they see how <laughs> we act on a daily basis. All oh, these niggas, man. Niggas up here licking ice cream. Niggas up here. These motherfuckers eating the animals and shit. What the fuck is wrong with these niggas? Niggas had somebody flying to their own building just so they can go overseas and get some oil and shit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, doing all this weird. Like, come on, bro. I, if I'm from a different universal planet and I was to come to Earth to do like some, some what they call it, recon, you know, do some scoping out spy, oh, the fuck? We don't need to come and help these idiots. They'll kill themselves, you know? Yeah, they're fucked. We probably are. I mean, you think about all the damage we do to the earth, bro. Like pollution, world hunger. Man, did you see that uh in Florida, bro? Uh, all of that uh pollution and got into the water and then shit like a bunch of fish and shit and died. I don't think I saw that. This shit crazy, bro. That's not people just be throwing shit. People don't people. Just be, it's like an oil leak they got, like a big-ass oil leak. 
I saw some of that. I've seen some of the oil leak. Like a lot of rigs been blowing up. I saw that. But another thing, just like with the pollution period, man, people just be throwing outside in the ocean. Like you just I don't get me wrong, I used to do that as a kid. I used to be throwing shit out. Then I started picking it up. I'm like, man, well, how am I doing that? Just like a lot of these neighborhoods, like we talk about the gentrification, like, man, them white folks see you tearing down your own neighborhood, you got shit all like trash off the street. Like, okay. Then you then you see all these strange garbage trucks pulling up, taking out the trash. The next thing you know, they knocking on your door, handing you a check saying, get up out of here. Like, what you gonna do? You weren't taking care of your area, so the value dropped. White person came in and bought it, so now you have to move. I mean, and then people don't even think about this, like the ocean. People don't think about the effect they have on the ocean. All that oil, the trash that the fish eating. I just seen a bunch of people. They cutting open fish. They got all types of bottles in there. It's it's disgusting. Shoot, I mean, no. we. We just don't take care of this planet. I, I'm just being honest. I mean, like in some, like in other parts of the world, like in different countries, where they don't have all this luxury stuff. When they actually living in huts and not necessarily huts, but they have nice houses with some electricity. But they're not. There's there's more so their life, the way they handle life where they at. They do stuff more naturally, so it's kind of it's definitely dope to see, you know. They, they boiling water, taking shot. Like they, they doing all that. I mean, that's, that's dope. They taking care of what they need to take care of, not polluting that way. Yet here we are doing what we're doing. So, I mean, I'm disappointed. I mean, but one day, you know. What you trying to say? No, I was going to say uh, that was going to be a good transition. Uh, you know, I, I had asked, did you hear about the, um, you know, the Chico Bean, the Wild and Out comedian, 85 South Show comedian? Uh, he said that crack, the crack pandemic or whatever, you know, that happened around the late 70s, early 80s. He was saying that um, that it had a, 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 a worse effect on the black community than uh, 400 years of slavery. I don't, I don't, I know how I feel about it, but go ahead and can I, can I get your view, viewpoint on it real quick? People do, people just be saying anything though. I mean, it ain't really too much to unpack there. I mean, the fact that he feels like that small ass piece of the crack era when he was running around, that small, peace did more damage to the black community than segregation, slavery, and this and shit we still going through systematic. That's nuts. But I can't even the fact that he fixed his lips to say that and he didn't catch himself is nuts. Fam, we had our ancestors being raped, beaten, eaten. And we don't even know half the other stuff they were going through. We just get like a small taste, chained up together, sleeping in each other's shit, like pissed, like like all that stuff they had to go through. The men watching their wives get raped by their slave master, they can't do nothing, they're gonna kill them. Some of the men got raped. Yeah, some of the men too. Then you got 
their kids watching that happen. They can't do that because they're too small. And that trauma's been passed down, and it's still getting passed down to our kids today. When we have kids, that trauma's still going to be a part of them. Our job is to try to teach them how to maneuver with that trauma and not just stay stagnant, you know? Right. I would never tell a child, I would never even put that on the airways that a drug did more harm to my community in these crackers. I'm, I'm just being honest. Dog, slavery. Slave. Slave. How does... I don't even know how he came up to say that. How do you how do you sit up there and say a drug do more damage to your community? You Think know, about everything we endure. Because slavery went right from slavery to, okay, no more slavery. Let's do some segregation. And and people still, I can't even, can't even wrap my head around it. It makes no sense. I think when he was saying that shit, he was trying to be like a different, like just different, like, Trying to, I, I, that's what I think it was. Cause there's no way you could possibly think that 400 years of demonization, like you said, rape and all of that. Like we having, you know what I'm saying? Uh, tools, uh, practice on our women and stuff like that. You know, three fifths, you know, of a, of a, of a, um, a man equals a slave, like shit like that. Women getting cut open and shit and they screaming on the table and, and this guy, He's, I, f- I forgot his name. He was the, uh, I think he, he was like the, uh, he was like the first guy to really practice like, uh, what's the word, gyna, gynecology. Mm-hmm. He would practice on these female slaves, right? Like, you know, putting these sharp metals into them and, you know, like, come on, man. And then while they screaming on the table, you know, back in the day, they physics books, they would write, They, would, of course, races. They would say certain things like um, black people can't feel what, you know, white people feel. So basically, she's screaming on the table and, and this guy's saying, oh, she just messing around. She just playing. She just doing too much. So that's why I kind of, I don't know, man. I think he was just trying to be like, you can't give niggas no passes, man, but shit like that. He just was just trying to give like a different view or some shit like that. You know how niggas just try to, you know how niggas do, man. Everybody want to be so damn different. They shoot themselves in the foot. I don't. Like you can I can't even, I can't even come up with a scenario that'll work for him saying, and I, I don't like what the crack pandemic did to my people. It's, I can't even, I don't know, man. That trying to be different. Set, you know? If you're going to say something else, hey, keep your mouth closed. We just being honest. <laughs> no. Because then, then when you think about it, you think about it, everybody know the 85 shot, everybody know Chico being wild and so you are you are a public figure. Even if you're the biggest public figure in the world, you're still a public figure. And then when you say something like that, man, people are like, oh yeah. And then you know, white people definitely, oh yeah, he's definitely right. Yeah, man. The same wasn't that bad. 
He, he, you giving white people ammunition to just, I mean, I don't care what they think about it. I mean, I, I know what it is. I know what it is, but you just giving them stuff to, you know, piggyback off of. Like that coon we was talking about last week. Yeah, man. Black people act like slavery is exclusive. No, fucking no, we not. Slavery happened. We not. You know, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm stupid, bro. It's, it's some stupid stuff saying. I mean, I mean, I say some stupid stuff, man. Come on, dog. Uh, and that's my thing about like, like you were saying, a lot of white people like. There's so many um, white people that like to say shit like, um, you know, I got black friends or what can we do to help the cause or whatever. But whenever we have discussions or whatever, why do y'all feel like y'all have to jump up and give y'all two cents? No, just follow back. Just You know what I'm saying? And support. You ain't always got to give your two cents. You know what I mean? Like you and you can equate that to any type of situation. If you if you going through something, right? Let's say let's say you going through something, and we having a conversation. I'm not finna sit here and be like, uh, oh, you shouldn't feel like that. What the like? How does that that don't make no sense? Why you even took that when she said that like that? Like, nah, bro. I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna listen to you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be a positive more than a, a negative. You know what I mean? Because when you sit there and and try to be play devil's advocate with sit, certain situations like slavery. You, you playing devil's advocate. So all these people talking about they got black friends, um, they dated black girls and shit like that. I can't, like, what does that mean? It don't matter if you got black kids, you can still be racist. You can still be racist. That shit don't matter to me. But hey, they, you know, it is what it is, man. We just got to educate our own. Man, this country doomed as hell, dog. Oh, speaking of that, I don't know if you saw the article, but Texas, even though they took out, was it Texas or was it Missouri? I seen that. It was Texas. Texas about the KKK? Yeah, they taking out um African and what is African American history or they, period, yeah. and then they said that they're gonna make that KKK teaching it's not that it's hate or whatever, something like that. Bro, what the hell? My thing, that's when Biden need to be like, fuck that. Why he ain't that's the thing, bro. That's what I be talking about. That's why all this president shit, that shit don't matter, man. If if Biden why don't Biden be like Biden say if you you're not black if you don't vote for me. <laughs> no. So why he not saying nothing now? Why be like, nah? What is y'all doing? He's the president of the United States of America. No, could you imagine your child? You live in Texas. Imagine your child come home. Them, oh, we learned about the KKK today. <laughs> what you learned? Oh, they were some pretty cool people. Could you imagine? Imagine your child walking through. Oh, we learned about the KKK today. Okay, what you learn? It wasn't that bad, you know. People tried to make them seem like it was a race thing. What, bro? You never. The South so fucked up, man. And I, I know it's racist. <laughs> I know it's racist all over like the country. I'm gonna give you an example of how fucked up the South is, my nigga. So oh, I'm back. I'm back in the hometown, right? And I'm going to Millbrook Elementary School. And 
we have this um this kind of like presentation project thing where we having like teachers and students and parents walk by and we they got we gotta like present um a moment in history or whatever. I think it was the 1800s. And uh, you know, I'm in class and I'm not, I'm probably like nine or ten. I'm not really sure uh what I, you know, wanna be or wanna present. Me not understanding, bro. One of the teachers helped us, she was like, you you should be a slave. With like overalls and stuff. You got a pair of overalls. I never, I'll never forget that shit. She said that, bro. She said, you could be a slave. Mark your face up and get some, oh, you got overalls? Get, get some overalls. And my young, dumb, ignorant ass, I didn't wear no overalls. Cause once I got to school, I forgot that it was it was time to present. My dumb ass. Guess what I did? I unbuttoned my shirt or whatever. I had a white collar shirt. I unbuttoned my shirt and I marked it up with like black marker and shit like that, and marked my face up, bro. Jesus fucking Christ! This shit is bad, my nigga. It's getting worse though. It really is. Could you think about it? Juneteenth comes a uh, federal holiday. Then shortly, what follows after that? The critical race theory pandemic spreads across America. I don't want that talking to my kids. A bunch of rubbish. And then Akon, bro. Shut your bitch ass. Like, Akon gonna talk about we need to forget slavery and stuff like that and just move forward. He got one more time to say that shit, man. I'm done. Yeah, you had a couple records, nigga, but don't, nigga, watch your mouth, nigga, because you ain't from here. I don't know where the fuck you from, but watch your mouth, my nigga. Forget slavery. Did niggas forget 9-11? If I said, if I said, you know, if I said, if I got on Facebook right now and said, uh, I don't give a fuck about 9-11, fuck 9-11, my shit would get deleted in less than like five minutes. But if I said something about slavery, oh, it's, it can stay up. Just like on, on racist ass TikTok, bro. It's been, uh, I don't know if you know, bro, his name is Patrick Cloud. He uh he works with All Depth Digital with, uh, you know, Kevin on stage, Tony Baker to hear more guys like that, those comedians. Bro, he put, I think he put uh, Black Lives Matter into his bio, I think, bro. And his shit like got taken down, bro. But if he typed in white supremacy in his uh in in the bio thing, bro, guess what happened? Stay up there. Nothing. Nothing happened. <sighs> Man. Why does everybody say we just get slavery? Like, how can we forget that? It's on display every day, if we're being honest. There's people that work a minimum wage job, got two kids, and they got to work 80 hours a week. Of course, I'm being ridiculous, but to, to just pay the rent and feed their kids. That's slavery. Is that not? No, no. See, now my only thing about that, ain't nobody tell you how them kids. That's, now that's the only... I got to play devil advocate on that, because a lot of people, you don't have to be fucking, like, just, you know what I'm saying? Just chill. 
Okay, you twenty dollars out for that. Still, even if you buy yourself, depending on where you live at, you can't choose where you live at. Oh, oh, Jay, most most definitely, bro. You can't. The average, I think, the average one bedroom apartment, if you look at it in America, is probably around nine hundred to a thousand dollars, bro. So you really have to be making around. 18 to 20 dollars by yourself to even keep that up because i think it's around what um you have, you have to have an income of around three thousand a month so that's what 750 a week people people not bringing that in man hell no not even close people not bringing that in bro so now they gotta kill themselves working every you know every fucking day just man if i gotta work every day to keep some shit i'm good man every fucking day Bro, I ain't got no apartment, man. You working six days a week. You only get to chill like that one day. Imagine that. Oh, You're not man. even home enough to see if you got food in the refrigerator. <laughs> like me and my boy, uh, my coworker Ibrahim was talking about this. He's like, man, he's like, man, I make no money here, man. I, I'm going to join the military, do, do part-time. I can get out of here, man. They're not paying me good money. Because he worked, he worked there full-time. But he even he recognized he ain't no money. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm just here part time, put some bread in my pocket. You know, I ain't. I don't plan on staying here no twenty years. I don't know why I stay at Lowe's twenty years. They made me CEO today. I'll stay there. Cause you know how much I'm be making for just doing nothing, no heavy lifting, nothing. Oh, he about to go into the military. Yeah, he said he gonna do part time. So he worked like two weekends out the month. That ain't nothing. Because people work these jobs and they don't be looking at because the job would say $14, $15. Oh man, that's like it. But then you get to the job, you doing that job description and then some. Right. You're not just doing what they they paying you for. You doing all of the above. So you're doing extra work, you're not getting extra pay. The only way you're getting extra pay is if you do overtime. Like they be trying to get me to come in and like these windy, like these other. I'm not coming in, bro. What <laughs> <laughs> you told them, cousin? They, they, they be they be trying to be all nosy. They be like, oh, so why are you off these today? Because I got another job. Right. Why did y'all worry about farming school? Not. I'm not gonna stay here with y'all twelve plus years. They don't look like. Only reason I met this job now to put some bread on that shit. I don't care about none of other stuff. I learned a, I learned a good skill. Or I learned how to key lock this. I could probably make some side money with that. Do a little bit of locksmith work. That's cool. Right. Bring my prices down a little bit. I probably still all the business around here, being honest. But I don't think people be. I know a lot of people got to do what they got to do. You know, gotta gotta make stuff happen. First chance you get for better, you got to do better for yourself. Cause it, I'm talking about slavery. Yeah, man. So slavery is out here, man. It's in other countries. It's here. It's you can't. What is that? Um, we reminded of it every day. They can't tell us we get slavery. Every every other chance you want to remind us about what is Fourth of July? Ooh, 9-11, Okay. Whoop-de-doo. Like, bro, we as soon as he come Black History Month, oh man, get that, get that out of here. You know, first of all, we already got the shortest month, like out of the year. 
But I don't care. We celebrate Black History all year now. We need to do Black History Month. MLK Day, I need to look at MLK Day. It's, it's so much stuff that Black people have to do every day that don't even get seen and noticed, man. A lot of people be, be scared to say stuff but they don't want to lose their job. So now you're stuck in a hard place because you don't want to lose your job, lose your pay. And it's shit, but taking rate, critical, taking stuff out of the teaching curriculum, which plays a big part in the real world, is crazy to me. What you mean? So you'll leave in all this other bad stuff they did. Christopher Columbus we got coming over here, discovering America. Like, I like how in the history books, America, like, say, yeah, man, you know, they came over here, man, they, they with the pilgrims, they did all that. What happened to Native Americans after that? What happened to them? They got a small reserve somewhere. And these niggas trying to run pipelines to them. It's little in the history books, but the way they explain it, it makes it like it wasn't a bad thing. And came over, took all their land. It's probably some of our ancestors took took all their land, forced into a reserve. Many died on the trip. Some people brought on slaves. Like we can't we can't escape it. I'm just being honest. You can't forget slavery. Acon shut the shut. Shut up, man. You can't forget it. All these other people, all right, I'm not, slavery isn't a crutch of me. I don't, I'm not oppressed. I'm black. I, you know, I have masters, I have all, nobody gives a damn about them pieces of paper. You still a nigga at the end of the day. You can't just wake up and be a different color or a different person. Like, what are you? I tell you, man, you could be a coon. That works, but you're still black. Your whole, your whole little friends group can be, be some white folk. And at the end of the day, they'll still make black jokes about you and in front of their parents, in front of their people. Like, like a lot of coons I didn't met, they cool with all the white people down in there. What is, what is wrong with you? But you chose that. You want to be a coon? Go ahead, be a coon. I can care less. I ain't letting no white person get no crazy joke. We're not doing that. I don't no. We gotta do better for ourselves. That's 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 the bottom line. No, you you definitely right, man. It's just we so materialistic as a people, not everyone, but uh, you know, as a consensus, man, we definitely materialistic because it seems it seems like land doesn't equate to a new car, I guess, you know what I mean? Or like, on having your own business don't equate to a new car or a new Mercedes or something. Now you gotta really kill yourself to pay that shit off. You make $40,000 a year, you buy a $50,000 car. You finance, excuse me, you finance a, a $50,000 car. So all in all, you probably gonna end up paying around what? 70, 70,000, 70, 80. So that's why, man, you just, I'm glad, I'm glad we had like 
did anybody really teach us this shit? Like, it's far, not, not even trying to be funny. Did anybody ever, like, really inform us of this stuff? I think, well, I can't really speak for you, but I think a lot of the shit I learned, bro, to be honest, was either through, like, nigga, YouTube or, like, music type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, listening, going in depth with music and, like, hearing certain shit. Like, I learned a lot from whole, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. He's a businessman. I learned a lot from that nigga, bro. See, that goes to show how spiritual music is. Because you listen to, first of all, you listen, you got, and the minute you cut on certain, you listen to certain artists, you already playing like, okay, let me see if I can catch it. So it's kind of like double that you're trying to, okay, caught that bar. But what does it mean? You're trying to decipher all that stuff. But the music you listen to, it definitely plays a part in your mood, spiritual, like how you think. Because when you listen to Hove, you like, okay. Just like when I listen to Rick Ross and Hove and who else? Rick Ross, Hove, and there's somebody else I can't think of. But you know, they on that boss talk. He like, dang, yeah, they made me want to go out and buy buy my own wing stop. You know, buy my own stuff. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then they break it down like, yeah, man. The lawyer fees is more important than this and that. Like, that's a fact, cause you gotta yo. If your lawyer sucker boy, you ain't gonna you gonna lose you. You know all that stuff. But you learn it from these people. And you see how they do it. They not just talking. They they moving how they talk. You know it's it's not like they just all talk. And that's that's big, especially in our community. A lot of people just be talking. They don't be living how they say they live. I got people at school with. I mean, no disrespect, none of them. I really don't care about none of y'all. But when you listen to these people talk, they be like, yeah, man, I do this and that. You know, I, I got me a couple bodies. Yeah, okay. But, but it's like, I'm more so care about the action. But yeah, Hope Ho was definitely one of those guys. Then when I found out about, hold up, Hope made me look into that stuff. But then once you look at his friend group, like Emery, Ty, Ty, all, like all them boys, right. fam, all them boys getting pause. All, everybody in his group is getting bread. I say that. Everybody in the group is winning. They all doing their own thing. Emery, Biggs, Ty, Ty, Dame still doing his own thing. They had their little thing on right now. All the, everybody. But that's how a circle should be, you know. Trying, I forget what song he said it, but might have been a reason for that. But if everybody in it, like your circle, if everybody is winning, got bread, any it ain't even about the money. But if everybody is stable, they comfortable, and say somebody does fall into a rough patch or something, the others will be that you know uplift them, get them right back on his feet. And they they did that all the way up to this day and still doing it. Like Emory went down, he was locked up, Big went down. That just goes to show you want those type of friends and people around you. Cause I mean, if you don't have those friends, ah man, I can't even, you know, I can't even do that. I ain't got it. Or, not saying it's not wrong if you ain't got it, but it's just we on two different playing fields. You know what I'm saying? It's it's different. We've we've surpassed where you're at. Not to say nothing's wrong with where you at. You still growing, but we've just surpassed expectations. Now we on to the next level. But as far as learning, I mean, 
my granddaddy taught me some stuff. I always did like my grandma laying down there. But I didn't, but like you said, it's more so learning through YouTube and, and going through certain people that you that you admire how they how they got to where they at. I'll say that. And you know what a lot of it is, man? A lot of it wasn't even from, like, really having a person. For me, it wasn't really having a person in my ear, you know, giving me too much game. A lot of it was just, you know, really sitting back and, and watching folks' mistakes. You know what I mean? That was a really big teacher. You know, um, you know, a lot of times I had to sit back and play, play like a dog, you know what I'm saying? Never speak, but I understand. I had to watch certain shit. Okay, you buying this, but you can't afford this. So now you got to kill yourself and you complaining more. It's a, it's a vicious cycle. Okay, you complaining more. So what's going to stop that complaining, buying something else? Now you in even more debt. Okay, I see it keeps going and it keeps going. So that materialistic shit that you really can't afford is, is covering up that void of, of uh, complacency that you have, whether it be financially, you know, emotionally. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely learned from, uh, from, you know, people mistakes. And a lot of it was just, you don't necessarily have an idea of, of what you want to do, but you damn sure know what you don't want to do. You know what I mean? So I was like, fuck, that. it's no way, bro. Like, I can wake up every morning and have somebody be in control if my kids eat or not. You know what I mean? Like, damn, fuck that shit. It's, it's no way I can. I don't know, man. Because like, like, I, like I said um, before, like, these people, they humans just like you. These managers and shit, they humans just like you. Nigga, if they don't like your black ass, deuces. I was even trying to explain to my sister earlier about, you know, um, you know, the importance of, of having credit and, you know what I'm saying, um, having stuff in your own name and shit. Like, whenever somebody talked to me about having my own car, they'd be like, oh, so-and-so, your mother or father co-signed for? Fuck no. I got my own shit. I ain't finna, I'm good. Mm -mm. Fuck that. You gotta own your own shit, bro. I just don't like for people to tell me what the fuck to do, man. That shit sucks. It does, but that's why stuff like that you feel you get your own, you know what I'm saying? It's right. At your own house, your own car. I mean, you ain't gotta, you know, you know, you at least try to be respectful. You're not trying to come into the house at three or four o'clock and somebody else how you stuff like that, you know. When you got your own stuff, you're like, "Hey man, hey man, I can touch, I can touch the ACU when I want to. I can, I can do this. I can do that when I want to. I can walk around how bad I want. You know what I'm saying? It's just your own stuff. Got my own car. I ain't got to worry about asking nobody for no keys. And it's just, it's different. And that's why they say the the hardest, like the hardest million is your first one. But then once you get there. It's easy and easy. And I, I definitely believe it. It probably is the hardest. But once you get that regimen down of how to save, how to spend, all that stuff, you'll be good to go. But all that come with discipline. A lot of people do like discipline. Right. I mean, 
I used to like this one. Probably say, probably say late high school, maybe something like that. I mean, I, I was cheap, but you know, I still get stuff every now and then. But oh, that oh, that shirt hard. Or these, you know, I'm not saying they're wrong doing that now. You know, but now I just. Man, I'll go to Walmart, buy a pack of black teas today, a pack of white teas tomorrow, and call it. And that's it. I don't, I don't be out here just on Versace or Gucci or going to going to Lenny Mall or something and just doing stuff. I'm like, because I, I don't care about that stuff. I mean, my look is important at times when I feel it's important, but I don't be just out here looking for that stuff, you know. Actually, I do have to go buy some more stuff. Some of my stuff is too small, so I get my little brother. But once you figure out what's important, a lot of other stuff just fall low on that list of important stuff. Like my looks, I don't care. I barely be shaving. I don't. I barely get haircuts now. It's just I really don't be caring. That professional look everybody wants. Like the other day, I went to work. You know. My, I was like, man, you don't wear any collared shirts or nothing. You just wear a t-shirt. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm wearing a collared shirt for here. Who I'm trying to impress? You know, it's like, who do I have to impress here? Everybody here is like 60 years old. <laughs> what am I doing? Anyway, man, it's... Nah. Speaking of work, they gave me an award. I'm like, Broderick, bare minimum. This is sad. What, did, what, did, uh, what was the award for? Like hard work and shit like that? The award is given to select associates who go above and beyond and deliver outstanding service to customers. Great job and thank you for everything you do. They fall with you. I mean, I guess I just do the bare minimum, bro. That's, I guess, a few people prove that we had. What you was going to say? Um, what was that? Shit, I don't even. But what you you bought your award though? You said so you do the bare minimum and they still. Literally, when I go to work every day, I, I mean, I just, I really don't even be doing nothing, bro. I feel like I don't be doing it at all. I really don't. That's why sometimes I just go in my little office here. I get on my phone on Twitter. Sometimes, but I just. I just be chilling, man. I be over there messing with some other coworkers. Live of my own mother, of my boy Abraham. I just me and him be walking around with BS and so. Mm. I don't know how I got the award. They they voted me unanimously in the last um, meeting, so I said, okay, I'll take it. Hey, with you, bro. You know, yes. I don't rock with them too funny, but you know. they, I think they want to put you on full time, bro. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's what they want to do. Nah, you can't do that. So if they ask you what you would be like, what you say? A full time? Mm -hmm. Say no. You can give me some more hours on the days I actually work. You're not gonna give me full time, man. Job is cool and all that. I'm not doing full time. It's a lot of BS that goes on. I mean, BS going with any job and all that. But, uh, I'm okay. 
Oh, okay. Nothing, bro. Yeah, man, but some of them are cool now, man. I just ain't something I want to do full time, anyways. Yeah. Because if, if I can find a job, like a side hustle with that locksmith, man, I could, I could really make a lot more money per hour with that than I can with that job. Yeah. Cause now that that of my um somebody told me how to do it, I mean, like, that's easy money. Right. And people charge you to unlock their door. They charge you like seventy dollars, eighty. Dollars. What? You might not get a call every other hour, and all on like sixty, seventy dollars. I already made more than I would that whole day at work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, sir? That's nothing, people. Y'all learn y'all trades, man. Y'all work to where y'all want to be in life. Whatever, whatever type of job it is, whatever you want to be. So when you find out what you love to do and you doing that as your job, you don't even look at it as a job anymore. You just look at it as some fun money. You know, fun money is good money. Yeah, I, I, we don't be saying like quit your job and shit like that. Just put yourself in a position where you're not like totally dependent on that job, man. That's all I'll be talking about. You got to do what you got to do to get to where you want to be. Man. Yeah, because some of my coworkers, I think one of them, I think one of them from actually quit because she wanted to be a nurse. So I think she said she was going to join the military or something. With a couple of girls I work with, I think they're in college right now. I don't know. I had to ask them, I don't know. Yeah. You said so. You saying nah to the military for that uh person? Oh, uh, I'm not. I ain't say no, but I mean, she was thinking about. I think she's gonna do the part time with Coast Guard. I think she'll be all right. Teach his own, man. I ain't, I ain't gonna tell nobody don't go. I ain't gonna say that at all. I just say go Air Force if you do go. But then again, if you are a strong minded person, the military is gonna be hard for you. I tell you that. Because you gotta put up with a whole lot of crap and you can't really, you don't have much leeway in the military. I'll say that. Also, a lot of sick people in the military, too. That's a special for all of them. Anything else? Let's see. Oh, yeah, Giannis. I ain't gonna hold you, my nigga. And that was probably one of the, if not the, gotta be like a top five final performance all the time, man. That shit. Man. And I got off work, rushed home last night. He had like 25 at half. And I'm sitting there like, and I, when I seen the score at halftime, I'm like, the sun, I'm like, this this too close for the sun. I think I only got like five points. I said, as soon as Chris Middleton and Drew start hitting, this game was over with. Then I seen Giannis hitting free throw. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's over with. Like, what are you going to do? Here's one play. Booker went to the cup. And I saw. Wow, I'm so, oh yeah, this over. My brother had 50 points, like 17 boards, five blocks. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. 
Like I know in the past, I'd have got my jokes off about Yon Hunter said this and that. Hey man, he he made me more. I, I ain't gonna. He made me more. Cause bro is, bro recognize when he falls short, and he sticks. He just keep going. Cause you think about it, after all these disappointing past play uh, playoffs, like he didn't shot away, he didn't this and that. He didn't hurt at all, but to go through all that adversity, to re-sign with the team, he trusted him for like five more years, and one of them chip, man, that's that's amazing. Is he the best player in the league? Mm, I ain't gonna say all that. But people I, I think he holding the crown right now, though. Just like right now, like you know what I'm saying? It's not it definitely oh. definitely hey. holding the crown right now. Of course. You win you win finals. First of all, this is a closeout game. You drop. 50 points, 17. First of all, that, that in itself is amazing. In a closeout game, 50, that's crazy. And then you look at the list of players that didn't put up crazy numbers like that. And he's in some, um, Giannis has set a lot of, he didn't set a lot of records this year. He's, he's been a great company. This year. He's like, and that was with every round he did something when they was always, hey man, you know, he did this, he did that. And then to bring a team, a chip, for the first time in 50 years is amazing. Because ain't nobody trying to play Milwaukee thing, but they like a small market team. And they made it work. No, they definitely did, man. It was a beautiful, first off, just a beautiful story all in all, man. Him coming from, you know, Greece and not having much and, you know, what they had to do to survive and shit like that. But now he... Bulking up, adding what damn this 50, what 50 something pounds of muscle and shit like that. And now, uh, both of his brothers and him as champions and shit. It's like a, a beautiful story, man. And you know what, honestly, bro, I think this dude, this does kind of like, man, this does kind of like weigh on the whole super team thing as far as like guys going to join one another. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of does like shit on the championships like Katie and you know, I hate to say it, my favorite player, LeBron, you know what I'm saying? God, cause it's like, damn, this dude, you know, it, he could have, he really could have left like, but he nah, he stayed and he dominated like, oh my, the performances he put up like off a damn hyperextended knee. Like this dude, I don't know, man, but it, he definitely put the world on notice. I think he he we got to give him the crown as the best player in the world right now because he he dominated on both ends of the ball man and and for him to be like a terrible free sh free throw shooter and shoot like eighty nine percent from the from the free throw line was just was like was crazy it, especially after Chris Paul said a little comment about you know him not being able to shoot free throws. Hey, uh, Chris Paul saying that and then Giannis only missed two free throws out of like nineteen. That's that's crazy. But we can't give Chris Paul the credit. We got to give shout out to Brooklyn Nets, man. When them boys were sitting there counting, when he was shooting free throw, all I seen was him. He was pacing himself every time they counted. And then once he got 
man. It, just think about every playoff series Milwaukee played this year. They got the heat up out of here. Then you play Brooklyn. They was, was they down 2-0 Brooklyn too? Yeah. You come back from 2-0, game seven, you take out Brooklyn. And who you face you face an Atlanta team who punch you in the first game one, but y'all beat them. Then you down 2-0 against Phoenix. Win four straight games. Like you said, he was hyper extended. He didn't know he's gonna play game one. Here we are. This was a hell of a season. I tell you that though. Even with all the even with all the injuries and all that stuff, it was bad. But this was it was a dope season. Yeah, it was a beautiful. It was a nice season, man. This season was definitely dope. Man, only twenty six, man. Hell of a resume for twenty six. Man, what? Two MVPs, Finals MVP, Defense Player of the Year, and you got all his NBA teams and all that. Man, I honestly, man, I honestly think he could end up being like, if he keep winning like this, dude, like goat conversation, man. I hate this, man. I hate to say it like this, but because it's still early, man, but he. If he can keep dominating and winning, man, he won a couple more chips, bro. Like how he just did this year, man, that GOAT conversation open, man. I ain't going to hold you, bro. I don't think we've ever seen an athlete like this guy before, man, can just can get up the floor in like five steps, man, and dunk from the damn free throw line. Like this guy is crazy. He's a freak, man. Shit, Greek freak. He's a freak. He's a freak of nature, bro. Like we 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 I don't think we ever had a guy who you know what I'm saying uh, uh uh run down the court beat all your guards down the court block your shot off the glass then get back and then do uh um, two steps from the half court line for a layup like nah that don't like a lot of a lot of times I think we we try to decipher greatness through stats or whatever but a lot of times you gotta you gotta it's an eye test, man. It, it, you looking at these guys, like, sometimes greatness is just greatness. Like, you know, uh, Kobe Bryant, you know, uh, hitting the game winner. Michael Jordan with the uh, with the pullback jumper against Utah. Just greatness. You just feel it with, with him changing hands against uh, the Lakers or whatever. Dr. J with the uh, reverse layup. Just like, sometimes greatness ain't in no damn stat sheet, man. It's you you checking it with your eyes, bro. That's the worst thing. People, I think that's the biggest, I think that's the one thing I hate. There's nothing wrong with bringing up stats, but if you can't describe those games, like, like, say, I could go on Twitter. I see you got throw some, imps, like, some stats. And I'm like, okay, yes, this brother did this. Okay, cool. But when I sit here and watch these games, I'm not, I'm not surprised. You know, what I'm, saying? I'm not surprised by the outcome of them losing or any of that, because yeah, brother can light up the stat sheet, but they don't know how to win. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, let me take this. Like those stats can say that brother can average 19 and 10. Okay, that's that's my average numbers. You know. But when you watch the game and the impact they have on the game on the offensive and the defense, it's the stats don't tell it all, like you said. 
Like I was talking to this guy on Facebook. He was talking about, yeah, just go ahead and trade AD for Dame Lillard. I'm like, I love Dame, but what is he going to offer us besides, okay, we get a shooter. Okay, what else is he going to do? Respectfully, what else is Dame Lillard going to do for the Lakers? No, I got a thought about that. Is it safe to say that we're kind of overrating Damian Lillard? Like, I love Dame, but it seems like we're kind of – like, he did just get kicked out of the first round. Like You know what I'm saying? That goes to my – I love Dame's game. I love, I love all that. But he was saying that. He's like, yeah, Dame, man. His offense on the way. His defense. I'm like, if that was the case, why did he lose all these playoff games? Don't get me wrong. Damon is going to always make it to the playoffs. Okay, that's cool. But if you can't get over the hump, what that mean? I can watch Portland play all these series and they ain't playing on a lick of defense. You think I want Damon on my team, the number one defensive rated team in the league? Oh, hell. <laughs> you, want to trade, you want to trade Anthony Davis? A guy who won a gold medal before he entered the league? Fuck. Respectfully, Damon, I love you. If we give up AD for Dan, let's say we did do that. Okay, LeBron gets somebody that can handle the right door. All right, cool. Our defense rate is going to take a big hit. That's going to take a tremendous hit. I don't, I don't like that at all. Our spacing ain't going to really be there. We're going to go up against teams that Joel, let's say we got to go up against AD. Who the hell going to check AD? You have a set, almost a seven-footer that can shoot the three, shoot the midi, got good post game. And he could play defense too. I'm not trading no Dame like Stephen A. Stephen A was an idiot. I'm not trading Dame. Sorry, not doing it. What you were saying though? And now I was just saying like, I think well for me evaluating a player, bro. Like you have to really look at their resume. Like you have to be like, if this guy, if this, if this guy. Uh, is off tonight. What can I get from him from the other side of the court? You know what I'm saying? On the defensive end. But what can I give him? Like, I love Kyrie Irving, but I think he's one of the most, like, underrated and overrated players of all time because he can give you, uh, you know, Kyrie will give you 50, man, but you can give Kyrie 52 if you were good enough score, man. Like, he's not defending. You know what I mean? And and this is, I think this is what separates guys like Damian Lillard and Stephen Curry. Steph Curry's off ball movement, you know what I'm saying, is is ridiculous, bro. His ability to cut, man, and move without the ball and not be stagnant and, you know, backdoor cuts and all that. And then with Stephen Curry, he's not, of course, he's he's not a great, uh, you know, on-ball defender, of course. But when it comes to zone defense, bro, and, pay, and playing in passing lanes, I'm not sure if it's a if it's a better like uh, superstar guard who's, you know what I mean? I'm not sure other than Ben Simmons, but shit, you know, he damn near six, damn near six eleven. But as far as like a small guard. I'm not sure who who else can really uh you know do that. And and let's not forget all these people talking about trading Anthony Davis for Damian Lillard. It's a dude that just won a championship in Milwaukee that shut Damian Lillard the fuck down when he was in New Orleans. Let's not forget that now. Shut him down. Drew Holiday shut 
Dame Lillard down in that playoff series, bro. He couldn't get nothing off. Pause. See, that's my thing. He not hitting no shots. Okay. Defense. The fuck is he going to do? With all due respect, what is he going to do? Can't play no defense. I'm, I'm sorry to say it. We've seen that every playoff series. Even if he not hitting, he not playing no defense. It's not like these guys can't play defense now. Anybody can play defense, but you have to work at that stuff. I don't think they work it. I think they just care about getting buckets. The game is about buckets, but if you're not getting stops and you're getting out, I mean, it makes no sense. Then you're going to say trade a guy that just can help us get a championship and trade him? What? We have one of the best big men in basketball. Why don't we trade him for them good with all due respect? He can join us now. Don't get me wrong. He can join us gladly. Oh, okay. You can join us, but we're not going to just AD. Fuck out of here. So I'm just. No, I definitely, I definitely understand what you're saying, but we got to stop acting like Damian Lillard or Steph Curry, man. He's not. Damian Lillard is a great scorer, but he, I don't, I mean, okay, let's say you do trade Anthony Davis for Damian Lillard, bro. It's going to be, it's going to be so many lost possessions with him just pulling up from damn 35 and all that shit. LeBron ain't going to like that shit, man. LeBron is not going to like that shit. It's gonna hard. It's gonna be hard for me to watch certain games. I tell you that we did. Yeah, I don't wanna. I don't want Chris Paul neither, man. I'm gonna be honest. Well, do you want Chris Paul? Let me. Okay, let me ask you this: Chris Paul or Russell Westbrook? Who do you want? Truthfully, um, neither one. Truthfully, I would rather just get like some key, some key role players. You know, what I'm saying some guys, some role players that can go. I really don't care too much for another star. Because you saw what we did when we had, remember our championship team? We only had really LeBron and AD. Right. We had some older stars. Like, I mean, Dwight Howard ain't been a star in years. You know what I'm saying? We had some, they, they became key role players. That championship team we had was key role players. Rondo, all, all those guys know how to play a game of basketball. That's all we really need, some key role players. As far as another star, I don't think we need a CP3 or Westbrook, in my opinion. So who's the guy you think we can go get that's not really a superstar, but? That's a good question. I don't know. I really have to think about that. You know, I got Andrew Wiggins or? I don't know if I want Andrew. That type player, though. Oh, like, uh, yeah, key role player. Right. No problem. Like a Kelly Uber. Like, what do you mean, like? We just need a guy that can get his own when LeBron and AD ain't on the court. You know what I'm saying? They ain't like they ain't gonna be hesitating shooting. You know what I'm saying? Demar Derozan, how you feel about that? And uh, uh, do you still see him as a as a superstar, a star? I don't even. I ain't looked at him like that in some years. You know what I'm saying? I ain't looked at him like a a true star. I mean, if he came to us, he be he probably be a solid pickup, but. I don't know. Is his defense? I don't, I don't know. He could potentially be a good pickup, but it'd just be nice to have a nice a two-way guy, you know. Right. That'd be nice, but I don't think with the Rosen, he's not a 
don't get me wrong, he's a mid-range killer and all that. Don't get me wrong, but I would love to have somebody that can hit at least from all three levels, you know what I'm saying? Right. Go in the paint, mid-range in the three. DeMar Rose is not that good of a three-point shooter, but I mean we can. I wouldn't mind it. I don't know how how we make it happen, but yeah, we ain't got no damn money here. That's what I'm saying. And, and then, truth, I don't want Dennis back. The way he how he played last year, the way he was acting like a child, I don't want him. And the fact that that brother won a million dollars is ridiculous. He was acting like a like a little child because we lose a game. I don't know how he's supposed to get that $150 million. I'll tell you that. No, he ain't never going to get that. Oh, hell. I hope for not for much, anyways. But I think I think our biggest thing is against the key player. I think that's the biggest. I'm not too much worried about. Our guys can't be sketchy for basketball. i tell you that's another thing, too. It was too many passes a lot, especially this season. It was. I understand a lot of energy, but too many guys passing open shots. Nah, but. nah, I feel you though. I'm definitely, I'm definitely excited to see what's gonna happen though. Oh yeah, this is other than the finals, bro. Like that's my favorite part. Like you know what I'm saying. Of uh, you know, basketball, just the off-season moves everybody gonna be making and stuff, blockbuster trades. So I'm definitely excited, man. It feels good to be in this place of like, of like just enjoying greatness. Like you know what I mean? Of course. Like not even worried about like, you know, LeBron getting another chip. Like his his shit already set in stone. Even though I would like him to get another chip. But just seeing Giannis do his thing, bro, and just seeing, like, kind of, I want to say, like, the passing of the torch in a sense, man. It was, like, it was amazing, bro. Like, that was one of the best finals I've seen in a minute, man, honestly. Because you know what it is? You're not so much worried about your team winning. You're more so just looking at basketball to see who's going to win. I think it's – because that's, that's one thing that I saw was when I used to watch ball. Especially like those last couple years, Kobe going to the final. I'm like, man, you know. And then we get into that whole Miami Heat, LeBron era when they just gone back to back. It's like, dang, man, you know, something different. But this was, this was definitely different because I don't think none of us expected really any of these teams to get to where they are. Well, I, I ain't gonna speak for everybody, but me personally, I didn't expect this, this season to go how it did. All these injuries, everybody out. I mean, it just it just fell in the it just fell in the place for the for the people, you know. You know, AD getting hurt again, help the Clippers, and then not help the Clippers, help the Suns, then Kawhi getting hurt, and then we, we this was a pretty good year for playoff. I mean, Luca and the Mavs and them battle games. I love all that. Like all all those play, I loved all the playoffs for the most part, except for the Portland. See, I. Oh, I did like it at first, but once I seen them boys just jacking up shot. I know defense being played. Don't get me wrong, it was fun to see them try to see who could outscore you because neither team's playing defense, but man, Dame, Dame was gas. 
There's only so much. Like I was telling Bro on Facebook, there's only so much 40 point games you can do. You're gonna have to play some defense. Right. Even you ain't gotta be the but you don't have to try to make a first team on defense. All you have to do is try to get stopped. That's it. Ain't that I don't know. These guys are professional, I understand, but you gotta work on your game somehow, man. You have to. If you want to get to the next level, anyways. Right. It was definitely fun to watch, man. Watching Giannis drop 50 points was crazy. 50 points. Like, it was just a perfect game for me if you look at it. 50 points, 19 of 17. Well, I mean, 17, 19. Or, no, I think he was 18 of 20, something like that. But regardless, he just stuffed the stat sheet. And he was dunking on people. I mean, the game was over. Right. I think the crazy thing is he not a he like he not even a villain or nothing. He just a hero. Everybody just love Yana, you know, regardless of all the stuff that we people the news and media didn't say about him, you know. The Batman Robin, like all like all like all the years he didn't heard it, you know. Definitely dope moment. A lot of people are saying this was probably one of the greatest performances they watched. So I mean, I I can definitely understand that. Cause this, cause this one of those years that felt from watching the finals that 2010 when the Lakers won that year, that was one of my favorites. Watching um, the Cavs and Warriors game seven, that was one of my favorites. This will probably be up there too, you know. It's I don't, it, it got a, a different feel to it. It was just something different, you know. Definitely have to game of basketball is beautiful, man. I'm definitely ready for next season. And now we're rolling into football season now. So. You got any predictions for football yet? Because we, we're a couple weeks out from our preseason, actually. Um, man. No, not 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 really. I think um I think the Bucks, the Bucks definitely gonna be, you know, one of those top teams next year. Cause I think a lot of those dudes took like pay cuts and shit, right? That's when the Spurs were I took pay cuts to stay. Yeah, so they they mind his own uh, winning, and it, this nigga Tom Brady, bro, his knee was fucked up and shit like that, and niggas ain't even know. His knee was fucked up, and for him to do what he did, man, that just adds on his, you know, greatness. But foot, I, I think football is, is uh, you know, I'm not very, uh, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of football, but I think football has this type of thing where it keeps you glued because you don't necessarily know what's going to happen, man. You, your team can have the best players and shit, but if something mm-hmm. go wrong. You know what I'm saying? They out of here. Yeah, because it's really one and done. Right, most definitely. So it, it seems it seems like in basketball, you know who's the best team usually wins, right? But um, it seems that football, it's all about shit. Who won it, baby? 
You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's get it. Who gonna make that play? Who gonna make that play? That if I was a football coach, that's my Ray Lewis uh, impression. Yeah, I'm definitely ready. I'm definitely ready to see how Teron them boys gonna be. You know, consider he on my team, so we should see how we do this year. Hopefully, hope we have a good season. Crazy. I ain't gonna lie, I'll probably get one of if one of Ron jerseys, bro. I get I get a Ron jersey. That's dope as fuck. Yeah, I definitely yeah. I think that's the, the craziest thing, you know. You you go to school with these people and they they fulfill their dreams or they do something they want to do. It's like, dang man, they they made it, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like this is the second time, you know. So much more to life than just staying comfortable. I don't. I don't know why people choose to do it. You know, the only time you should want to be comfortable, you know, being comfortable enough to just take off and just go to Paris. You know, just do your own damn thing. But you want to get stuck home, sit around family all the time. Start for another day. Anything else you want to get into, Claire? Nah, man, just continue to spread love, bro. And don't be no hater, nigga. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't try to uh, follow in, in uh, nobody else's footsteps just because you think, you know, you're going to be successful in it, bro. Just do your own thing, nigga. Like, uh, like Slink Johnson said at the end of that, uh, what's that shit? 20K, uh, Jesus. What he said at the end of the day, like, like he said, some niggas, uh, some niggas good at selling dope, nigga. You good, you good at uh, chefing, nigga. Chef up that cran brulee, nigga. That <laughs> boysenberry cran brulee, nigga. Nah, but just follow your dreams, bro. Like, don't let, don't let people who ain't never took that path or whatever, you know, um, you know, try to put their fears on you and deter you from what you want to do, man. Just follow your dreams. Don't chase your dreams. Catch your dreams. You know, dream chases. We dream catches, man.
Everything we want is in our grasp. I'll tell you that. Definitely. Man, send a peace, love, and positivity to all y'all out there. Appreciate the support and love, man. Until next time. Peace and love.